needs to be said that song slaps and it's a perfect intro too well we're recording on thursday it's the first day of the nrl this year and isn't it an absolute cracker of a game melbourne storm versus para should be a ripping game nathan from super coach guns how are you mate yeah i'm pretty good how are you i'm good mate thanks for taking day out of your time out of your busy day i know you're at uni you had to struggle to find a room to chat but i just thought we'd put something out there on the airways for the guys before um kick off tonight um, breaking news, which we I just passed on to you, is that Bo Furmore has done an ACL in training. It's just come down from Wacko's whisper, whispers. Um, that's terrible for a start because we've already discussed that he's all he did better than David Fafita last year, and he's going he was going to be on four inside. We didn't mind it as a little sneaky, smoky option. Um, does that really enhance Fafita? Surely he's the one that's going to go back. That's his preferred side. Yeah, I mean, I think. It will definitely help the feed. I reckon he'll become a bigger focal point in that attack. If he lines up in that left edge with Foran, then, well, stuff Cameron Murray there's your best second row in the comp. Yeah, well, I had, I've had i got Cam Murray and I have had Fafita as well. I just wanted a slice of him in a contract year, and I just feel like he had to go better than he did last year. So I, I got him in. I reckon he's gonna his number, we'll look at when we look at the ownership, so I think it's going to jump up today probably i reckon five percent it could happen um we're going to yeah. go over our teams very briefly i my team is different right now to what i posted on my instagram story about an hour ago vastly different so that's how much where what stage i'm in i talked to i watched the, the the daily telegraph show and all of them have harry grant and then a good friend of yours and mine um kane anderson dr kando he lamented to me the FOMO of not having um, Harry Grant, at least for that early start to the season. And, uh, you know, he's probably, we, we chose um, Nico Hines over Harry Grant. And let, let's just say by round four, Harry's underwhelming by his standards. He's so close to being able to do the money to get back to Nico. If you're rocking a Boyd or something, you know, in, in your, in your half, or you need to make a change there and go back down to cheese or anything. If you've left out cheese or Boyd. So, um, you know, it's constant changing for me, my team, because I've been away at a conference. I didn't even see TLT. I had Marju in my team yesterday until I ran oh. a bubble bath and had a look at my team. Um, any big shocks outside of Marju for you in the team list Tuesday? Um, not really. It was a pretty good TLT, wasn't it? Like it we was. Got everyone we were expecting. We got a few bonuses even. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, really hurts the Titans. And uh, I think it's Cleese Haas that steps up, but I'm not sure. So I think you watch that space. Um, but it wouldn't shock me if uh, we have another Haas starting in the NRL. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Someone's going to come in there and somebody's probably going to walk into some pretty tidy minutes in the um, second row. Uh, who are they looking like going at um, lock to start? Was it, Who was it? Because I know that Aaron... Uh, Liu. Well, I mean, Liu, could, could he play edge? He's played edge before, hasn't he? Yeah, I don't reckon 
and he's got the legs. But I don't reckon he has the legs for it anymore, though. Well, maybe. I mean, could even um, I, uh, could um, Tino for Sul Malawi play edge? He'd be a bit Nelson-like on the edge. Wouldn't he? That that would stop me. You know, that would just do everything. Yeah. So. Anyway, yeah. Look, it's Tino that, that, on the edge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be pretty bloody um, interesting, that's for sure. But it's terrible news for Fermar. Um, he, I reckon he had pretty good stocks in the Supercoach this year. Obviously, we know he had to adjust for Heinz, so I think that's made everyone had to scramble. And I reckon it was, a, in a way, a good thing because it made it's made people now take some of these different avenues. I personally had Marju in my team, and the only ones I sort of like um, outside of them that I was wanting to look at that price point was probably Nick Meany um, and Lachlan Miller. You know, those are the only two that I had a, a bit of an interest in. I kind of had a bit of a look at Tuolagi um, Murray um, variety up at the Cowboys. Uh, you know, but it's made people have to sort of think at those couple of things that have happened in the TLT. But I agree with you. I think it was a really nice one. And all of us have had a chance to, you know, pick from a, a wider array of, of players for our round one team. So it's exciting. Um, let's kick off the show with our teams as they stand now. Like I said, I've changed mine up until half an hour ago uh, because I'm getting loose and I'm, uh, you know, updating it as I sort of think about and listen to podcasts and go, yeah, you know, I could put that player in there because I'm like you. You talked to me out of Schuster holding him in the halves last podcast. Um, and obviously, he's a really great option if you wanted to take a punt on someone in the second row, as long as you can downgrade back to Schuster. Um, so I, that's sort of the way I've I've adapted to my um, team with the Schuster news um, as a downgrade option in the second row. But do you want to kick it off with um, your team as it stands now? I haven't had a check-in on your team in a while. All right, sure. Okay, so my book is up. Uh, hang on, I'm in draft mode. That's going to help me. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Uh, my hookers, Reds, and Boyd. Smith and Boyd. Um, and then I've got front. Yep, Smith and Boyd. Then I've got front rollers of Welch, uh, Utoi Kamanu, Kepi, and Pele. Uh, then I've got second rollers of Fafta, Egan Butcher, Hopgood. Wilton, Garner, and Bryce Cartwright. I'm all the Cardi party. Yeah. Um, I've also got Cleary and uh, Sarah. Then I've got Dewey yep. and not reserved, but I do have Isaiah Katoa there. Yep. Dewey Katoa. Then I've got Valentine Holmes, Brian Toto, Lockie Miller. And then I've got Sunita Taruva. And then the Benson Wings, uh, Paul Alamotti, Khan Ferreira, Warbrick. And then to round it out at fullback, I have Tedesco and Trevoyevi. Rightio. Yeah. I mean, that's a good team. I mean, I think it, when I, I had Marju, so I had to think about whether I wanted Meany or um, Miller on the podcast, but the whisperer last night, I'd had my first look because I still had Marju in my team and I'd only changed it just before him and I went on the show. I put um, Nick Meany in there, who I don't think is a bad buy. And I don't think Lachlan Miller is either. A lot of people saying Trap City for Lachlan Miller, but I liked what I saw, as we said on last podcast. I think it'd be a safe 60. And I think there's a bit of scope for a bit more. Um, my team, Harry Grant. <laughs> as of half an hour ago, I found a way to slice Harry. And it's not a bad draw. Tonight's a hard game, obviously, against the Parramatta Eels, but I reckon they open up really nicely after that. And up until origin time is when you get to own Harry. So I kind of feel like if you're going to do it, you just want to do it, you know, to start. I, 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 that's how I feel about him. Do you agree? Or 
Because, I mean, what's the point? Are you going to find the money yeah. to get cheese up to him in round four? You can't. It's too much money. So you either find the money to go into the season and enjoy it. Um, you know, you you may not get a huge – you get probably 60 out of Harry if he has a mild game against the Parramatta Eels tonight. It is an away game. But they go into a really nice draw after that. So I've got Harry Grant. Um, I've punted the cheese. I'm, I'm still on Boyd. Um, obviously, you've got to find ways to pay for these um, 800K play- players. I've got Boyd, mate. He's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. Look, I'm taking punts. I'm taking some punts. I've got Harry Grant. You got, you got. To, I, I'm not going to play Boyd, but you're going to have to play the cheese. And I bet you Harry Grant. Neither am I. Who are you? Who are you going to play, Boyd? I reckon. Uh, no, I don't have to. I'm going to play Wilton, Garner, Hopgood, and Butcher. I'm going to play Sam Walker. I'm going to play Tom Trevoy. Yeah, but you're going to have to play one of your hookers. Uh, yeah, Braden Smith, who I will barely happily play because he'll finish as a top five hooker this year in Supercoach comfortably. Oh, well, that's what you think. You, I know you love yeah, the Chiefs. Well, actually, I'll tell you what. It's a pr- pretty good matchup this week against the Dolphins. I want to call it. I reckon the cheese is over for a pie this week for sure to kick Four. off the um, – <laughs> Yeah, Rooster Korea. Um, I've got Christian Welsh and Oitikamano in the front row. I mean, I'll tell you what my team was after this before I um or what I posted on my story earlier today. You tell me which one you like better. Uh Oitikamano with my starting front row. I've got Ben Murdoch, Masilla, and Moali on the bench. Cam Murray, David Fafita, and Jermaine Hopgood. I've just put him in the starting lineup because he's in the first game of the round. Um, Egan Butcher, I've got Jackson Ford in there. He's my one I'm gonna have a punt with. I know he's named to start. I know they've got four middles on the bench. If he um, looks like financially he's going to make some money, maybe I can consider holding him. If he looks like he's going to be a real slow burn or not make money, he can just become Schuster. I'm just giving him an opportunity to see if he's a buy for the year and if he's going to make any money. If he doesn't, um, he'll become Schuster, obviously. Um, and I've got I've got I've jumped on the Cardi wagon as well. I just think he looks like he's a bit more of a appealing option than um, Dory. Dory looks a bit no frills. And I've gone, I, I jump on, I'm a sickie. I just jump on the Cardi party sometimes. And he, if he's going to start, yeah, there's lots of red flags. There's a shit ton of red flags, but it'll be fun. It'll yeah. be fun owning Cardi, it'll I'm sure. Um, Nathan Cleary and Sam Walker. you have so much fun watching him tonight. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I will. I won't be playing him though. You won't be, get a reserve band on on, on the arm. Um, and I've got Dewey and Katoa in the 5'8 position. Val Holmes, Brian Toto. I've got Tommy Talao in there. Um, I'm not on the chance. I just he he didn't look great to me, and I just liked the second game of Tommy Talao. I think he might have a bit more attributes in his game, younger. As long as his body holds up, and I think the Tigers are going to look a bit better this year. Taruva, as soon as the news broke, and he's in the team, he's coming to Ado's team. Alamotti, Camperera, Warbrick, Tedesco, and Travojevic. Um, I'll show you what my team was that I posted to the story conservatively before. I um, panicked and got Harry Grant back into my team. I was on Smith and Boyd, like you. Welch, Ryan Sutton, I brought him in as uh, to pump up the front row a bit. Obviously, we know Luke Thompson's had that injury. It's going to be six. It could be more. He's still done a list, Frank, and I've I've watched Horsburgh come back from one of them, and it took ages. It took longer than expected. Uitikamano U- and Ben Murdoch were still on the bench. Murray, Fafida, Hopgood, Egan Butcher, Ellie Katoa, Bryce Cartwright, so a much beefier second row. That's what I could do with all that Harry Grant money. Um, then I had um, Cleary, Walker, Dewey, Katoa, Valentine Holmes, To'o, um, Talao, Taruva, Alamotti, Khan, Warbrick, Tedesco, and Travojevic. So essentially I've just managed to pump up the front row and second row a lot um, by skipping Harry. 
So which do you prefer? Well, look, I've sort of, I'm actually kind of a bit more of a fan of the current team. Yeah, that's right. The current team. But I'm also like, I suppose the theory is that if Grant is actually off to a slow start because his form pack is questionable, then you just trade him for Tanner Boyd round three for no cost and you get all this money release and you can beef up right second row to the right mid-rangers against. Yeah, well, I mean, look, if Hines comes back in for round four, I can drop Harry back down to Cheese, who's going to be a top five hooker, and I can go and put um, Sam Walker, just as he's about to go back into into his buy, up to Hines because I'll have enough money between Harry Grant and uh, the Cheese to do that. So this is my out to be able to get Hines back in for his nice two games. We just have to – I don't know. He's a bit up in the air of when he's going to come back. So, yeah, I'm going to just probably stay with one. At the moment, that's what I've changed it to. It gives me a slice of Harry Grant. And, look, who says that Ellie Katoa is going to be better than Jackson Ford? We've really got this backup security plan of Josh Schuster, haven't we? which we can just yeah. get a look and see what kind of cheapy a Jackson Ford or an Ellie Katoa is going to be. We can see if the card is on for this year, whatever. Um, We've got an out in Josh Schuster to go back in there, Um, you know, when he returns. So yeah, I don't mind being, a, I, I feel I'm, I'm, I'm feeling loose this year. I really am feeling loose. Um, That's not cool. <laughs> hey, that's going loose. Um, look, let's talk about, um, the games this week, um, where you got your VCs and Cs. Did you have a, a St. George player in there to be able to go and do a VC loop if you wanted? Um, I, I'm thinking about putting Murdoch and Silla in right now to get Harry Grant. <laughs> See, but, I've got yes, you doubting. I've got you doubting. Um, look, I just think um, the news is actually good because they reckon Jack Bird's going to be good to go and yeah, they're going to put him at lock. Exactly. So that actually probably says, look, Murdoch and is a dirty old pick, isn't he? But um, he's a loop option for round one. You could have Mawali in there because he plays after um, Ben Murdoch Masilla's on the bye. So let's just say you put the VC on Cleary and he goes massive. Just change Mawali to Ben Murdoch Masilla and then you'll get your loop. You know, you can do it like that if you want. Yeah. So um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I reckon the VCs and Cs, uh, the most um, VC player is um, Cleary. Uh, it's a scary prospect. Uh, uh, look, I think the Broncos are actually going to put up a decent fight. I don't think it's going to be all that easy a thing for the Penrith Panthers. But I, I saw a look in Cleary's eyes that said to me he might start the season with a bang. So I've got the VC on him myself. What do you think about that? Highest VC of the week. Uh, yeah. yeah, Cleary's definitely your vice captain. And I think Tedesco's definitely going to be your captain. That's yeah. a pretty easy one. I'll tell you what, Um, could you be tempted by a Tommy Turbo? He's got a ceiling on him. It's not the hardest matchup in the world. He could he just come in and do a big yeah. one fifty in the first game back from a long time off? Well, we're talking. Uh, we're talking James Tedesco without Joseph Mardu against the Dolphins. Like that feels better still. Yeah, I mean, I was listening to the um, the actual uh, Super Coach podcast, and they were saying a few things like, "Well, the Roosters do start slow." Um, you know, and Teddy looks like he could have used a, maybe a break and I don't know, is he going to, he doesn't normally hit, hit that game one with a big, big massive score. I'm like, well, he doesn't normally play the Bron- the, the Dolphins. So I reckon we're ready yeah. to break a, a record. He's going to be, that's what people need to realize is you're not going to get, um, you're probably not going to get a 40 out of Teddy versus the Dolphins. Are you? You'd think it's going to be at least a 70. I've gone to update for you. I'll give it to you in a second. Um, but I have got Harry Grant in. Oh. I've got in uh, 
Isaac Thompson, and I brought in Ellie Kutawa. Yeah. So no Lachlan Miller, no Lachlan Miller, no Teague Wilton, and no Tanner Boyd. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I, yeah. I think Teague Wilton with no um, Hines there is less appealing. Um, yeah. And, you know, you, I, I had to leave out to Cheese and go with Boyd, um, but if I could, if I had the money, I'd hold Cheese and, and get rid of Boyd, but, you know, can't win them all. Yeah, can't. and I, I managed to get the toll and not have to be my 17. Yeah. Well, in that first sort of strong team I had, I never had, um, you know, I mean, the one I put it on the Instagram, um, Katoa wasn't even getting a run in my team. So in the, in the 17. So, yeah, there's a lot more depth. I, I, do you think it's, there's probably something f- for all the buyers this year that means you should um, go safe? I mean, conservatively, let's just say someone skips Harry Grant and you go the cheese and you're going to be playing the cheese versus Harry Grant. I, I just don't see it being more than... It could be twenty points if it if if you if it if it absolutely blows up in your face. Harry could average eighty and the cheese could average sixty. I think that's what we think. I think yeah, there's, I think there's a world that Harry could average seventy and the cheese could average sixty five. And in that case, I would give the win to the cheese owners. Yeah, definitely because you save five hundred and fifty thousand from doing it as well. Yeah, so look, and there's no right or wrong answers. Uh, we know that um, the pedigree of Harry Grant is um, is immense. He's, um, you know, we think that he could get better this year because he's got a bigger responsibility in the team with no Pappenhausen and with all the troops they lost. You just think Harry's just going to go, I'm one of the main men here and I'm going to stand and deliver. So, yeah, I, I mean, it's a bit of thinking. I've got column A, which is conservative Ado, and I've got um, column B, which is, Let's get freaky. <laughs> you know, that's the way I'm going to play it this year. Um, look, I've got a, I'm, I've got a sound effect here for you. I've got to find it. I made it. I made it for this. Where is it? He's a myth. Who's a myth you reckon this year that you're seeing in ownerships that you reckon, nah, it's no good. I don't like it. Yeah, that's a good question, actually. I don't have anyone off the top of my head, but let's have a look. I'll tell you one okay. that I'm 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 a bit iffy on. Um it's gonna have to be Scotty uh well no um Tom Dearden. Now look I don't I don't think that Tom Dearden is a bad um pick but I just don't think he's everything that I'm hearing from everyone who's saying let's go when we talk about getting a slice of the Cowboys, I'm sort of thinking upside guys. Um look it was his career year and he was under 60. If you if you look at last yeah. year. So what are you expecting from Dearden to start the year? You could probably get sixty, you know, out of out of Boyd, or you could get it out of um, Isaac because Katoa could average that if he goes well when he starts as a bottom price cheapie. I just think um, he's a bit of a myth for how I think people are, are fondly looking at, uh, on him how how great a year he had last year and thinking that it must have been seventies, but it was it wasn't even sixty. No, that's right, and. Uh... The other thing with Tom Dearden is he's not really a super coach scorer ever. Hmm. So you're sort of getting these mediocre scores consistently. Yes, I think, not sure I, think pay, I think you're sort of paying, you're buying into a narrative that the Cowboys draw is going to be so sensational and he's going to be, he is young. He could build on what he's done in the past. But is that something you bank on, I reckon, to start? There are other, there are other players in the Cowboys I would be trying to get a, um, a punt on it. Look, I was arguing with the whisperer on Drinkwater because Drinkwater does have a bit of a low one in him. And he thinks he's a bit of a myth for this year, Drinkwater. He said um, 
you know, the, the whisperer thinks there's going to be other players, less fancied players that are going to do worse. I mean, Drinkwater's only 6.2%, so there's not a lot of people going on that um, run. But I, I like that he can probably get 100. I just don't really see that happening for Dearden a lot. No, he, he sort of reminds me of Kieran Thorne with his super coach scoring. Hmm. It's sort of like he's always a better football player than he's a super coach scorer. Um, and also, you'd think that he run, he gets a lot of points from his runs. He doesn't actually get tackled enough. Yeah. Super coach to count it as a hit up, essentially. Yep. Um, anything else for you on the myth? Uh, yeah. No, here you go. All right. There we go. Uh, I've got Payne Hart. Ooh, that's spicy. I read he every year that he's been playing, his averages decreased. Mm. So is he gonna stay at a sixty average? Well he what is the average? He averaged last year like sixty two, sixty three. I reckon it would drop below sixty for the first time. There, I've said it. Yeah, I'm well, get sprayed for that you, one. You're you're tipping you're tipping has for below sixty. That's probably the bold boldest call. Um, all year, I reckon, uh, to start the year. Uh, look, I want to put out um, one more um, in, in there and you, we can discuss. I just reckon Chance is way too over-owned for what we've seen in the preseason, 36.6% owned. Um, I think he, he, everyone's sort of thinking he was a safe pick, sort of a la Remus Smith, you know, type. They'll get 40 points. Do you think that that's why he's so highly owned? What do people think is going to happen from Chance? Do you think that... I've personally gone with a Tommy Talao because I just reckon he'll get easily the same as Chance, but he's probably got a bit mm. of a fend or an offload, or I think he might score a try more. I feel like he could throw a better try assist than Chance. Oh, I don't know. I just think he's got more attributes to his game. Well, I know Chance is a fullback. Yeah, that does help a bit. Like he's, he's good for probably 20 runs out of his own end. Uh, and so I, I'm, I think I learn towards Chance over Talao. Uh, yeah. Because his base in his last full season as an NRL fullback, that was 2020. So no special rules or whatever, but his base was 45. He looks way slower to me. Um, just what I saw, he looks like he's really lost some toe. So, you know, I just reckon there's a little bit of risk there um, from him. Anyway, here's another one. He's a must-have. Who's a must-have? We we don't oh, we don't throw it around lightly, but it is there's yeah. a couple in there that I think yeah, just for the guys and girls out there, you've got to plug this guy into your team and build yeah. from there. Who is it? Uh, do, I, do you want me to give a generic answer or a bit of yeah. a? We I know the one we're all going to say, but let's mention him. Yeah, Hopwood. Hopwood. You know, he's very clearly the must-have starting role. Could play comfortably sixty minutes. He's three hundred thousand dollars. And he's got all the uh, yeah. attributes um, to score points in that last Offloader. trial. He got a, yeah. I think it was a TC and a, and a try assist in there. He looked great. Yep. You got to have him. Um, I want to say one. Uh, look, I, I reckon you've got to get into this year with Cleary. I, I don't. I'm not for um, going. Sh- I, I reckon you've got to try to do some. I've gone with Sam Walker because there is no Hines there, and I think that's an okay mm. alternative. But if you don't have Hines, you should have Cleary, and Hines is not available for round one. I reckon you've got to probably have have Cleary. Yeah, no, you do. And all these people fading tennis players because of that World Club Challenge, like they didn't have Sonny Luke, they didn't have a bunch of these players. It's all a bit, you know, distorted, essentially. Yeah. Wet weather football, it was just none of it was in favour of tennis, really. Uh, so I'm 
I just I wouldn't say theory. Do it at your own peril. Yeah, oh, you've got to go. You've got to have a, a premium, and maybe you don't play your second one. Prefer, preferably, I think halfback and fullback. You want to be playing both of those. So you've got to have two good halfbacks and two good fullbacks, in my opinion. Um, and look, I'm not even going to say a must-have in fullback. Because I reckon you can have a combo of four. If you've got Latrell and Turbo, I think you're fine. If you've got yeah. Teddy and Turbo, I think you're fine. If you want to take a punt on drink water and throw him in there with a Latrell or a Turbo, I think you've got <clears throat> a, a good anchor there and you can take a punt with the second one. I don't. I think you're mad, though, for not taking a slice of Tommy <clears throat> Turbo. I, we said we think Tommy Turbo is a must-have just because of what he's capable of and how cheap he is, but it's still not because he's got some red flags there on injury worries and a buy in round two. So... Um, I, I think that hop, if you get a hop good in there and I would be trying to preference um, Cleary in a position like hooker, you can get a little bit cute with a cheese um, and a Boyd or, you know, if you had um, Harry Grant, you're probably never or not always going to play your second one. You could probably get away with the uh, sunny Luke because Melbourne doesn't have an early buy. Um, so there are different ways you can play it up there and there's not as much of a stealing, but in the halfback, I reckon you, you know, you should be. Go home with a clearing. Um, last one. We know you're anti-potting has, don't we? <laughs> Anyone else um, that is a popular one that you're going to leave out? Um, I was doing it with Harry Grant, obviously, until this afternoon. I've got him back in because it is too scary. Harry, you know, he's such a, a weapon of a player and he's such a good um, super coach. Yeah. It's hard. Not a huge ceiling, though, so... You know, if you've got the cheese scoring 55 and Harry goes and has a great game and scores 99, yeah, that's 40 points. And a prob- that'll hurt you, wouldn't it? That's a, That hurts enough. But it's not oh, the end of the world. Yeah. I mean, if it's a, if it's consistently 99, then yes. But it won't be consistently 99, so it probably doesn't hurt you. you really got to compare it. I think outside of your team, I think cheese will be a short thing. I would have probably had him in my must-have if I was to win I uh, I think you've got to compare Harry Grant against Tanner Boyd. That feels like the more the more accurate comparison for me. And Tanner Boyd, the halfback, his scores are going to fluctuate big time because he's not what I would say an established first grader yet. Mm. So it could be anywhere between thirty and eighty for uh, Tanner Boyd. Whereas Grant, I think, would be fifty-five to one hundred five. Yeah, it's. I think. Look, I, I'm. You know, I've been bigger on Tanner Boyd, and you've probably been big, bigger on um, Cheese. I don't really think. I, I mean, we have seen good things from Cheese in the past when the circumstances have sort of fit. I haven't seen anything that's got me too excited this year. But like you said about the Penrith Panthers, as if you think the Roosters are not going to click, as if you don't think the Roosters have got um, they're up against the Dolphins this week. So you probably we will see the best of Cheese probably, even though it's around one. So, um. It's kind of like, you, yeah, everything is about risk and reward. And I think risking going against Harry Grant, it's much easier to risk going against that than going against a Cleary. Um, you know, I just think he's got a bigger ceiling on him. So it's a lot more scary. Um, let's just have a look at the ownership and we'll, of players and we'll see if there's anything in there that's shocking to us or we think that is weird. The number one owned player in the game is um, Cleary at the moment. It was uh, Josh Schuster. I'm sure he'll jump back up once he comes back in. Paul Alamotti, who's obviously been confirmed, should be owned by just about everybody. Hopgood, we mentioned him in the must-haves. Katoa got the start. Although there is a chance that he could be a real short-term stay. 
all it takes is a couple of games yeah. if they get absolutely flogged and maybe Wayne goes back to Milford, you know, if he's looking good in training and stuff like that. So, but you might as well take a pun on him at 216, Jewel. Yeah, he's, he's only $30,000 less than Josh Schuster. So if, if it all goes pear-shaped, you just bring in Josh Schuster. Oh, 30K yeah. okay. and 30K. So. Um, the cheese, look, I don't know. I reckon you could take a punt on the on the cheese this year to be close enough to Harry Grant. And, you know, you you my, the team looks more stacked when I do that. I've got a backup. Utikamano is my third front rower, and I've got, I'm not even playing Ali Katoa. Um, so I like a lot of things about the team. And, and if I think that Brandon Smith um, can get within a, uh, you know, within reach of Harry Grant, um, you know, it's, it, it's warrants a bit of a think about, but I mean, it is hard to not own um, Harry Grant. Um, Warbrick, Tom Travojevic, Stefano, Tedesco, Taruva, Holmes, Murray, um, Chance, and the top 15 is rounded out by Josh Schuster, who's still 32.6% owned. Why would he be so high still? Yeah. So, do you reckon people are sitting him in their second row? Why not take a punt on a bloody Cardi, or just you might as well have a look and just. Or do you people saying, "Well, I'm I don't like any of them, and I don't have to waste the trade in there." Yeah, I think that's what they're saying, and I don't know. It just feel like you. We he's a perfect downgrade option. Have great security in knowing that you can just bring in Joshua and he will do a great job, rather than. Sit Josh Schuster because you know he'll do well and then not be able to take off risk on some of these guys and uh, not get ahead, essentially. Yep. Um, we go into Harry Grant in the 16th spot. He's still above 30%, so that's why I feel a little bit of FOMO. He, he, You can anti-pod Harry Grant, though, I reckon. Yeah, I think you can. Um, you can pretty much anti-pod most people. Mm. I think that's the way I look at it. I'm like, I will antipod anyone that I don't fear commonly going over a hundred, you know, like I just, um, but some players don't score points like that, but we, we can both unequivocally say that Harry hasn't looked like he's got a enormous ceiling. It's, it's just very consistent, isn't it? Yeah. It's consistent 80s, 90s. So he's a sort of guy that will chip away at you over 10, 12 rounds and he'll end up building up a 150, 160 point gap on the next best with that. Yep. Um, Christian Welsh, um, Tanner Boyd, and um, Kepi's um, still sitting there in the old lock position, it looks like, for the uh, Seagulls. And Matt Burton rounds out the top 20. Um, it's, does it surprise you that he's still ahead of Adam Dewey on the averages? Dewey is 21, consequentially. Um, but he is at 26.8 versus a 27.9 for Burton. Uh, people still keen on Burton. He, he is a talented footballer, but do you reckon... I reckon it's a less less of a punt to go Dewey. Um, I think it is too because uh, Dewey's in what probably what I would say more important or he can get more ball than what Burnley can. I feel like it's still the same commodity and it's just a bit of the quality of the team that we're dealing with here. Um, but I guess we'll find out soon enough, won't we? That we will. That we will. Um, look, uh, there's nothing really else that we need to talk. There's no shockers in there. Although, uh, yeah. you know, we pa- Payne Hass is in there. He's still owned by 22%. You're saying you're throwing out all that 
uh, scary chat that he's going to be under 60. Um, the hammer at 25 still shocks me. Every time I look at the hammer, he's, he's over 10%. It freaks me out. Franklin Pele, he's gone up. Well, he's he was popular in the preseason. We'll say to people, well, build a little higher and jump down to Pele if he looks like he's going to jag a start. Yeah. Well, not only is he jagged a start, there's some middle minutes in there. Um, yeah. We, sh- we should point out that Preston bloke, there is a little bit of light chat that um, obviously they're, they're very short on middles and RFM could play some middle minutes and there's rumours mm. that Preston could start on the edge. If that's the case, you've got yeah. someone starting on the edge who looks a prospect and a half for 200000 would you be getting him straight into your team? Look, this is the issue, right? If you go with a power-back rower, they lock out the line. And that means uh-huh. you can't take Cartwright to Preston. So I guess I'd trade him in round two if I saw he was playing good minutes on the edge. Yeah, well, that's not the worst. You could have a look at um, just, or even before round three, if he looks like he's playing good minutes and he's about to make some from some cash, you can just yeah. pick whichever one of the other ones is going the worst and you could do it. Um, well, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, we've, we, you're, we're both in the same VC and C, I think, Cleary into Tedesco. Is there anybody yep. else that you could, I said I'd consider Tommy Turbo, but if you did do that, you're, you're screwed on the old Teddy captain. Um, I don't mind Dewey as a captain. I think it's a pretty good matchup. Yeah. I think he's um, got a pretty good floor for scores. He'd probably score you 60, 70 if he goes bad, and you'll get over 100 if he goes well. And that'll get you a look at Tommy Turbo if you really want to take a punt. <laughs> oh, that'd be very uh, left of field, wouldn't it? It would be. It'd be the road less travelled. People are going to be gutsy to take him in his first game back after a long layoff. Nathan, it's yeah. good to have a chat. Obviously, we'll keep it under the hour mark nice and comfortably. I know you're at uni, but um, it was good to chat. I'm going to go with uh, option A or option B. I want to play it dangerous or I want to play it safe and go for depth. Part of me just really feels drawn to a bit of depth this year when you've got to sit, sit blokes, you know? Yeah, I know. I, I get that. And... uh. I don't know. It's, it depends on whether I want Grant, uh, Eli Katoa, and uh, Isaac Thompson, or if I want Lockie Miller, Hannah Boyd, and Steve Wilson. So yeah, because I, I just kind of want to have a plan for Hines. You know, I want to have a plan yeah. for Hines. And, and Harry, well, if Harry's blowing it out of the water, then I'm just going to be happy and find another way for Hines. But if Harry does happen to not be... You know, if the cheese is keeping up with him, I can just get the money I need to get Sam Walker up to um, up to Hines just from selling Harry Grant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, you know, if, you, if you've got little ways to work out how you and what you could do to get a play and player back into your team that you need to or get back to a Schuster, I think you can probably play a little bit dangerous because in that first three weeks, we get a look at things before price changes. Um, it's exciting. We're here. Season's here. You've got to get yourself all finished up in there so you can get home and grab yourself a seat and get ready yeah, for the game. Who are you tipping in Melbourne Storm versus the Eels? Oh, I think I'll just tip. Uh, I think I'll go on with Para for now. Yeah, they looked terrific. I mean, look, they've lost Lane and, um, you know, they lost uh, who else? Maddo as well. Yeah, Maddo. Yes. Yeah, so they've got a few troops out. They look great in the trial, but I think, um, you know, we'll have to wait and see. Melbourne's. Got still got Harry Grant, still got um, Hughes and Munster, so I think they'll still do all right. Grant, I forgot him, didn't I? You know, they got some yeah. good players. Um, it is an away game, and they've got a t- an absolute ripping record against um, first round opponents. Although the the Eels are a bogey team, so it'll be interesting to watch. It'll be a nice uh, first game. I think I like the first game and the last game. There could be a hundred points in the Tigers versus Titans game. Yeah, that could be anything. 
Yeah. All right, Nathan, we'll talk to you again soon. We'll do our wrap up of the round. Probably, you know, we'll talk over the weekend when we can do it, but um, have a ripping first round, mate. We'll see who's gets off the better, eh? Yep. We'll do. All right. Cheers, mate. Kick and chase by Mullins. Kick and chase again by Mullins. This will be a miracle. Oh, it is a miracle. Oh, my goodness. You won't see anything like that.